The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, you guys, I'm so excited for our guest today. I've done my research and it just made me so pumped up. I feel like, I don't know, you're kind of already an inspiration to me, but we'll get there and the reasons why, because Gabby Reese is here today. Gabby Reese is a professional beach volleyball player, a host, a sports announcer, fashion model, author, and podcast host of The Gabby Reese Show. Gabby is the co-founder of Laird Superfoods alongside her husband, professional surf icon, Laird Hamilton. Together, Laird and Gabby have created an almost cult-like community around training, compassion, and learning from different communities and people. And most importantly, she is a mother. Gabby, thank you so much for being here today. We are so pumped to have you. Oh my thank, gosh. Thank you. I love the cult like following because I'm I like, know. I know some members of that cult. That's what I I'm think. saying. <laughs> All three of them. Let's, yeah, let's <laughs> jump into that because that's how I know you because I, I, once I saw your face, I was like, oh, I've seen her before over the years on TV. Yeah, when you were like three years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but I've seen people work out at your house or compound mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. And it's like, it's like the thing, but it's, it's beyond training, it seems like. Because athletes can train at the top you know, performance centers anywhere they want, especially mm-hmm. those with means, but they choose to come to your home. Why is that? Well, I think we do have one unique part of the training, which is the pool. Um, we do a lot of underwater training with weights. So for a lot of athletes, the idea of trying to increase performance or maintain performance without really hurting your body and your joints mm-hmm. is a real consideration. Repetitive trauma is a is something that all athletes deal with. So how do you keep getting better in your off season without continuing to hurt yourself? So the pool is a unique environment. So I'd love to say that Laird and I are so great, but (laughs) the truth of the matter is I think a lot of athletes that pay attention a certain way, they understand that, oh, that might be interesting. And for us, we open our home because um, there's more for us to learn, but also there's something about having an athlete maybe who's getting over an injury Mm -hmm. or somebody learning something new that kind of re-inspires us. Because listen, we've been at this a long time and how do you keep going and yeah. training hard and working hard? It's having that energy around you. And are you and Laird being the instructors? Do you have people come in? Mm-hmm. Well, you- so what we do is we actually have a side business called XPT okay. uh, as well that is around this. And so what we'll do is we'll have an athlete come and if they sort of want special scheduling, we can't accommodate that. So we do have a couple people that will say, hey, if this is something that interests you, we'll give you the introduction and kind of give you the, you know, hold their hand a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then say, if you need to schedule it at, you know, 1115 on Wednesday, we've, we have someone for you and they can train at our house. I just, I yeah. can't schedule yeah. life too. It's like a rehab center for elite athletes <laughs> yeah. that like, I don't right? know, I'm getting yeah. like a really like a nurturing, but like hard ass mama vibe here. <laughs> you know, it's, it's sort of like, and some of these guys are, you know, pretty well known and they're accustomed to being treated well. The other mm-hmm. reason that we don't train them is if I'm not charging you, chances are you're going to be on time. Mm-hmm. And that's a really good dynamic. Oh, I like that. Wow. And so also what you're saying to them is I'll serve you. Like I'm here to serve you, but you have to show up. Yeah. And so it creates a really, just a, a it good kinda, system. It kind of sounds Organic like, dynamic. A, and it sounds like you're starting off this relationship with respect. Because I think showing up on time is yeah. such a, it says I care about you and your time and your time is important on both sides. Yeah. And what about the water specifically makes because my husband played football and he's had three season ending well, knee injuries and you start in water yeah and what about the water like why is it important why do athletes go to the water specifically the water is really i mean that's why people love the water even if they're afraid of it yeah it's a it's such a magical element because first of all it's objective 
So it's not my opinion. If you mm-hmm. come and we say, hey, here's the task or the drill. If you don't do it, the water isn't like, oh, you didn't do it. It's because you're tall, you're short, mm-hmm. you're, mm-hmm. you know, Catholic. Yeah. It's like, so it's this really beautiful, neutral environment. And the, the thing about the water is you can, if you want to talk about straight from a performance, and I don't want to bore mm-hmm. your audience, but if you say like hypoxic training or more efficient with less oxygen or ballistic training, you can have all the elements, but because there's no gravity in water, you don't get that jarring impact. And then there's other things. You're in pressure. So, you know, the way your lymphatic system circulates is different. If I say, hey, we're going to jump 100 times or do 400 reps today, every time you land, it's not like smashing your knees and your spine. So there's this sort of really interesting dynamic. And there's even drills, for example, where the only way to do it is to relax and be efficient. And so the only difference in the moment is, oh, I was relaxed. And so if we're talking about the human organism, which actually at this point in my life is what I'm interested in, Mm -hmm. which is how do I do really hard things? Or when I'm in that moment of hard, three kids, someone's freaking out, business deals, it's not going the way you want. How do I still make good decisions? Because athletes are just a very small, they're 1%. Mm -hmm. But how do we do that for our life? And how does our training help the organism? So how does it? Yeah. Well, because you're in water and there's no air. And you have moments of you have to make choices. Yeah. And I've seen people lose their lose their you know shit. And yeah. I've seen people go, okay, I'm in a position now. I can't get to the top with my dumbbell. I'm feeling pinched. My CO2 is high, or my oxygen's. You know, yeah. I feel like I'm out of air. So what am I going? What choice am I going to make? And so they'll go, and we tell them, we give them the exits. We say, hey, listen, if you get here, just go down to the bottom, set your dumbbell down. Because if I'm training with you and you're over my head and you freak out and drop a dumbbell, oh god, it's a no-go. Yeah. So it's still these athletes and you guys and human beings in pressure. How do you still make good decisions? Right. Wow. And then be aware of your surroundings and still have some consideration is, for others. This is like a life lesson. This is a mental workout. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is how long can you just bang iron for the sake of banging iron? And there's a heavy performance component. But what I think after this many years of training, I'm really interested in how do I perform better as a human being in all the ways. So that could mean I can implement it in sport. I could Im- implement it right here with you. I could implement it sometimes with my children. I probably fail there. Except with my own children, no, then yeah. all shit goes out the window. No, for real. Sometimes I'm like, oh, wow, you know all this stuff. And you're like, good job. I was literally job. telling yeah. her, I was like, I told my three-year-old she was going to jail yesterday. Oh, so yeah. I need to probably go back to like therapy or something. I don't know. What, like, what's one of the coolest moments or celebrities or athletes or like aha moments you've had in a training session? Because I know sometimes like you'll be physically working so hard to the point like all of a sudden your trauma come back or like you remember something or you're crying because yeah. you did something. It happens something. to me in yoga. Yeah. yeah. I get a lot of, we'll do these events like three times a year, kind of bigger for two and a half days. I get a lot of tears in the pool. Yeah. Not me. Like, I've, already, I've already gone through <laughs> I don't that. Cry. No, no, I do. But I've already, I've been the crash test dummy yeah. with Laird for 15 years yeah. on this particular training. So I've gone through that. And my response wouldn't necessarily maybe be crying. Mm-hmm. But what you realize too is a lot of people have had near death or what they felt were near death experiences yeah. as a child. They had a sibling hold them down. Uh-huh. They got, wow. you know, under in the ocean, they got pulled by a riptide. So a lot of people have heavy things. Yeah. Wow. And the problem. The other interesting thing is negative self-talk burns oxygen. Oh, so wow. if you're in there and you're like, I'm a type A and everything is perfect and I have everything organized, 
the water will go, oh, yeah? Yeah, and watch. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you'll see people kind of cry because, well, why can't I do it? And what's wrong? And I go, this approach, further beating yourself up, doesn't make it, you're not going to now do the task. Yeah. So it's it's all these things, all these kind of wild dynamics yeah. happening that are really yeah. interesting to observe. I love also that like it's really putting you in your place because it's yeah. like you think you have control over everything. Oh, really? Have you ever like you do have control over About the ocean? element of yeah. water? Yeah. yeah. Like, I was training the other day with a, a friend of mine who's a wonderful woman. She has a, a beautiful business, a little store and just a really good person, like showing up in a real way in her life. Yeah. And she was being really hard on herself. And I was like, Are, you're still in your 30s, right? And she's like, yeah, she's got a couple kids. And she's like, yeah, I go, oh, yeah, you still like you're still under the belief that you like you're in total control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when oh, you good. get that goes away. When you, it, well, you have a choice, yeah. right? You're going to have these. Cho- it's the same thing with the dumbbell. Like, do I go up? Do I go down? We all get these choices in these moments. Like, am I going to do the same behavior over and over or am I going to see what's happening and go, oh, wait, I need to make an adjustment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I heard a great quote. I was going through something with my now 19-year-old when she was 13. And we were working with a woman named Byron Katie. And, you know, Katie's like, listen, if you want to change your environment, you have to change yourself. And so I think wow. we're always trying to control the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I always joke about I, I wipe down counters. Mm-hmm. I'm a counter wiper okay. because Same. I'm trying to stay out of fight or flight. Yes. Because yeah. I can control this That's my therapy. Section like, this is of my the patch. Counter. No one I, touches this. I'm or stressed. Like, look I at clean. It. Of course. I organize. Right. It's so a control, control mechanism. So when I come over, I'm going to be like, your counters look really clean. Well, yeah. you hope that actually they okay? look messier. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're <laughs> not good. These counters, there's no fingerprints. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. You must be Yeah. And where if like, you know, stuff's everywhere, you're like, oh, she's okay. So I think it's, it's once you learn the power of that and it's so hard to accept. Yeah change yourself to change your environment, meaning your children, you know, your relationship, all these things that we think, oh, I'm going to get everybody to behave or get in their place. And you realize, actually, we're not. And I think there's so many opportunities as adults to make these choices and say, when they talk about surrender, like people meditate and they go to yoga and I'm going to surrender, I'm going to be present, all this stuff. It's like, okay, cool. You know what that really means? That means surrendering. Right. Which mm-hmm. seems weak, but it's actually not. And actually, do you know Dr. Amon? Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, I saw something that He's he amazing. explained the other day. And it was like, somebody was like, what's your biggest like piece of advice? And he was like, well, my wife had, had cancer and mm. she went to see this guy. And the guy was like, how much responsibility do you want for this? And she was offended. She's like, this is cancer. I didn't do anything to deserve this. Mm. And he said it's not how much did you deserve this or what did you do to deserve this? It's how much ability to respond do you want yeah. for this? And mm-hmm. she's like, I want 100% responsibility. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I just love that. Okay, if you've been tuning in for a while or follow me on social, you know I've become quite the skeptic when it comes to our food industry. So to get 100% of the nutrients from our diet is very, very tough to do, especially in today's day and age. So we turn to supplements and something that I've been taking, gosh, probably for almost a year now. It's when I became pregnant with Nala. I started taking Ritual Essentials. I took the prenatal and I've continued postpartum to take Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus. So I've been loving it. I've had a great experience with it. My number one takeaway and what I love and what I think differentiates it from other supplements is that it has a really good taste. 
It's very citrusy, it's light, and it doesn't make me feel sick in any type of way, which is great. I usually break my fast, take it, and then have some food. And on top of that, it's non-GMO, project verified, gluten and major allergen-free, and vegan. So instead of striving for perfect health, aim for supporting foundational health. Great news, Ritual is offering our listeners at Barely Filtered 30% off during your first month. Just visit ritual.com slash barely filtered. That's ritual.com slash barely filtered to start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus or prenatal to your description today. That's ritual.com slash barely filtered for 30% off during your first month. Enjoy. So I am shopping for Christmas and I got to tell you, there's literally only one online store that I go to and it's Revolve. I feel like everybody knows Revolve because why would you go anywhere else? They have the fastest shipping and 500 brands spanning high-end, emerging and exclusive labels in fashion, beauty and home goods. I get my skincare products there. I just bought some boots actually the other day from All Saints and I get my swimsuits. I mean, literally everything that you want. If you have like a quick trip and you forgot to buy something, you can order it and it's there within two days. I cannot say enough amazing things about Revolve, but I also love Forward, which is their luxury sister site. And it features designers like Bottega Veneta, St. Laurent, The Row, Balenciaga, Burberry, and more. We just had my sister's bachelorette party. And let me just tell you, she was very demanding about the color schemes. And I could find absolutely everything that I needed in every color, every sequin style that she wanted for us. And of course, me being last minute, I ordered it two days before, showed up at my door, and I was good to go. Revolve always delivers with free and fast two-day shipping and returns. So if something pops up last minute, they've got you covered. Visit revolve.com slash barely filtered to shop my favorites for all your upcoming plans this season. That's R-E-V-O-L-V-E dot com slash B-A-R-E-L-Y-F-I-L-T-E-R-E-D. I'm Arielle Laurie, host of the Blonde Files podcast, where every Wednesday I cover all things wellness. After nearly dying from addiction almost nine years ago, I have been on a mission to live my best, most fulfilled life. And I'm sharing everything with you from how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and even cosmetic procedures. I cover it all with raw, candid conversations with the industry's top experts and inspirational guests. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. I heard, I don't know, 15 years ago, it was actually a boxing coach. And he says, it's not what happens to you. It's how you react. And I think back to your point, and I think so many people forget, it's like, it's very, a very powerful realization that you do have a choice. I think people forget that. They, they can choose how they react yeah. to what happens to them. You don't need to yeah. be victims. Well, and I'll take another like step further. I have a younger daughter who's like, well, you know, I'm just, you know, anxious. And this. she's a really smart kid. So sometimes they think way too ahead. And mm-hmm. then she's also the experiment. She has social media. It's her. She's yeah, a junior. So they have other things going against yeah. them. Right. And I said to her, but you have a different choice. And she said to me, well, that's really insensitive. And I said, oh, no, I wasn't saying that you're not naturally because I'm similar to her. 
hardwired that way, but you have a choice to then understand the importance of like, oh, if I go outside or if I eat a certain way or if I try to get rest or if I exercise, all those choices support something that you recognize about yourself that maybe you are a little more, I'm probably tightly wound, Mm -hmm. which I've, you know, maybe gotten better over time and experience. So she, it's interesting. And you say too, like culturally, Everyone can just say, I'm this, and they're off the hook. Mm-hmm. But then what does that do for you? Disempowers you. Right. Yeah. And so it's, I think when I say, too, I think people have choices. It's like, well, we kind of are who we are, and then we can go from there. Right. Yeah, for sure. So you just mentioned, because just listening to you, I, I just, I resonate with a lot that you say. And I don't know if it's because you're an athlete or you kind of have this. Because no- she's like a hard mom. I, <laughs> I don't know if she's right. a mom, but like you give off like, and I don't know you, but like, I feel like you give off the vibe of like, powerful and it's powerful might be because you're so tall too who knows <laughs> but, I don't know. you just said, I, but i have tall children so that means nothing <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a neutralizer it's all, it's all relative yeah, they walk in the room and they're yeah. eyeball to eyeball yeah. so you know oh my gosh <laughs> but you've just mentioned that you self said you know i'm a little tightly wound someone sure. just told me maybe they just for the first time told me in my face that oh. i'm a little intense yeah and mm. i'm like hmm like, no one's told me that to my face before. But you, you knew this, right? But, I, but then I was like, you're right. And my mm-hmm. children are a little intense, which mm-hmm. is a blessing and a curse to feel so, I don't know. Um, feel things so deeply. To feel things so deeply oh. and want to control them, but also recognizing that you do have a choice. It's, it's, it's tough. But like, how have you learned as someone who's a goal getter, ambitious, tightly wound to try, kind of just chill the fuck out sometimes? Yeah. it's Because t- I struggle do with that. Do you chill? What does that do you mean? Do you, like, do you, like, like, no, do you but relax? Well, wait, or well, I'm, like, there's a part of me that's <laughs> very go. easygoing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm, I'm not highly emotional. Okay. I'm, I'm, pr- I'm, I'm pretty analytical. Okay. So like people can be doing whatever around me. Like I have a lot of patience. Okay. Yeah. I'm very straightforward, but like with my kids and stuff, I'm very, very patient. So I wouldn't say. Like, where do you think that intensity comes from? Is it being an athlete? Is it something that well, you've okay, always so been? Okay, so we're born a certain way, right? And then our environment either accentuates kind of the good and the weird. I don't even want to say negative traits, but maybe traits that don't serve us mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. And so the way I grew up, I was already a little naturally tightly wound. And then I grew up with sort of freewheeling adults. So that only made me wind up even tighter, oh. right? Because I was like, well, what's happening? What's the plan? Yes. And what are we going to do? Yes. Yes. I, used to set, I, I used to set all the clocks at my house, That's 10 minutes afford. forward. I'd knock on. I got to go to school. I got to leave in 10 oh, minutes, nine yeah. minutes. So, but then you become an adult. You go, okay, I'm recognizing who I am, but I can't just use that forever mm-hmm. and right. you know sort of they say around 27 is when we're we, we kind of have to take full responsibility Stop blaming our parents yeah. yeah and short of and short of you know something really serious happening mm-hmm. and kind of going all right well what appeals to me as a person and it's this combination of i'm going to work towards that but also i am going to know who i am because that is our gift too so if this intensity that you talk about is something that really will serve you how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Because I don't think shutting down who we are is, is a good idea either. And so it's why we can appreciate the differences of our partners or our friends, but also how do we utilize those traits to really serve us? So you had that and then you add sports. I'm probably naturally really disciplined. Mm-hmm. I like, and this I could do better. I like to earn it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
if somebody gives it to me, it makes me highly uncomfortable. Oh, Do you okay. suffer? Because I think this is something a lot of athletes suffer from. And someone who is likes to work for things is, do you suffer at all from imposter syndrome? Oh, okay. So I had an incredible conversation with one of the best players in the NBA three days ago. Yeah. And I was with actually my younger daughter and we were standing there and I go, you know, I've never articulated this. I was very good at two things in volleyball. So good at those two things. But there were parts of the game. I had to work on it, but there's not that much time. And sometimes you would feel... Like what they're doing makes what I do possible. Mm -hmm. And that's also what the outside world sees. They see hard mm -hmm. hits and blocks. Mm -hmm. They see it's like in basketball, they see scoring and they they're not seeing the guy who is in de on defense and stealing the ball and mm -hmm. then throwing it up mm -hmm. and the other guy gets the points. Yeah. And he said to me, and this is literally one of the best guys in the game. And he said, Oh, I experienced that too. Isn't that crazy? Right. And, and I think on some level, like, okay, so McCaffrey probably has a supreme relationship with what he specifically does. Right. Oh, yeah. And he's also a big student of the game. So he might be lower on that spectrum. My husband, same thing. I don't think he suffers from that. I think he has a real understanding, not only of what he's doing, but also the humility because he's in nature. Mm -hmm. So it's a different thing for me and maybe for a lot of athletes. Mm -hmm. You're sort of like, I'm sort of really good at this couple of things. Yeah. But some of the harder stuff that nobody knows or pays attention right. to is getting done by this person yeah. over here. And you're on the same team. A yeah. lot of team sports, I think, are like, especially people like you who have that perfectionist, like really want want to be honest with yourself. It's like, I yeah. hope nobody finds out that like I'm only as good as I am because of those guys. Well, that's there. it. Yeah. So I think it's a it's an interesting kind of phenomenon. And again, you only have so much time to work on things and you have to be good mm -hmm. and it takes a minute. And if somebody has a different skill set, it's naturally way better at that than you. Why not let them do that? Yeah. And vice versa. So it's, it is a dance. And you know, that's where the word, I think grace comes in because it's really, we, none of us, I don't, I didn't deserve to play volleyball, uh, you know, and yes, I had to work hard to do it, but that's also, I was given grace, you mm -hmm. know, and the grace to have the opportunity to do it the grace to be healthy enough and have a talent to do it. And I think that that's something really important for us to exercise in our life for good and bad. Like you have a bad day. Sometimes yeah. you have to be like, I'm going to show myself some grace. Yeah. I think I am hearing gratitude and, yeah. and it sounds like, yes, I could think about my imposter syndrome, but when I really focus on all of the things I had to be grateful for to even be in that position to show my strength, mm -hmm. it's like, I don't really think about the imposter syndrome anymore. Right. right. Well, and that's what I say to people. It's like, oh, if you really want to talk about gratitude, then not only do a good job, help someone when you, when you have the opportunity and like really show up. Yeah. Because when people go, I'm so grateful. It's like, yeah, but you treat people like shit or yeah. you don't. So it's sort of like if you want to see that in motion, then show that Pay in the ways that you show up in life. Yeah. And then that to me is real gratitude instead of lip service of like, I feel so I'm so grateful. It's like 100 you know. percent. And honestly, like the pinnacle step of AA of like the 12 steps is like you're paying it forward. It's mm -hmm. always like the ultimate goal once you reach that, like, you know, whatever it is, self-actualization is like, are you going to pay it forward to other people? Because otherwise none of it mattered. Yeah. And that's right. Because someone did that for us. You know, someone gave us a hand at some point. And also what people don't realize is selfishly, and I've, I've joked about this many times, I have to parent my kids, and you guys know this from your own experience, very differently. So I have one, yeah. Oh, yeah. one kid in particular who's very empathetic, so empathetic. And if I say, hey, if you show that person, uh, if you're kind and you have good manners, it'll make their day better. Mm -hmm. I have another kid who's way more like me. <laughs> it's like, hey, if you show them kindness and manners, 
your life is going to be so much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so if you want to look at selfishly, yeah. there's a, I think it's Alfred Adler. He's a philosopher that it was around during Freud's time. And his whole thing was that truly the only way that we're really going to be happy is in service. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and so if you have a new 100%. mom, for example, maybe you're in service to your family. I'm not talking about like the whole world or, you know, your state. It could be your family and then maybe your block or your neighbor or yeah. whatever. So I think selfishly, when we understand that, you're like, oh, yeah, this is good for it's me. Like it's for, it looks like it's for you, but it's actually for me. Correct. <laughs> I, I wanna, okay, we're, we're all connected. On the point of family, because I just learning more about you, you talk a lot about family, you know, your your marriage to Laird and also just your position as a woman, as a wife and oh, a yeah. mother. Mm -hmm. I feel very passionately about this. So I was really excited to talk to you about this. You said something. I want to I want to pull it up from your book. Pull your skin. That's yeah. Oh, my off gosh. I got a chemical <laughs> peel. And your skin I'm looks great. Shedding. Yeah, but your skin looks great. From pregnancy. <laughs> Thanks, Mara. You're welcome. In your <laughs> book, My Foot is Too Big for the Glass Slipper, oh A Guide God. to the Less Than Perfect Life. You wrote that to be truly feminine means being soft, receptive, and look out here it comes, submissive. Mm -hmm. We don't worry about men having it all, so I don't know why we get this idea that women should. I love that you said that personally. I uh, so, but can you tell our listeners what does that mean to be soft as a woman and to be submissive? Because I know that can be a controversial the word. True, well, see, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of separate that. Obviously, you can tell that's written as sort of a, not a joke, but mm -hmm. like ready, here it comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's a couple things. I was born in 1970. So what that means is I went to college on an athletic scholarship. Title IX was put in place and, and made possible because of some women before me. Mm -hmm. So I never, it didn't never occur to me I could or couldn't do anything because I was a woman. So what I learned after that, because people were really upset, was that I didn't fight that fight. Mm. So having said that, for me personally, because I thought by the time I wrote that book, I was already, I think, over 25 years in a public job, mm -hmm. right? I played ball. I was in fashion. I played professional sports. So I thought it would be a really, it would be okay for me because what I was selling the whole time was being strong, mm -hmm. right? And saying, hey, but there's this unique dynamic when you go into a home and you're in a partnership. And I wanted to choose an alpha. Having said that, it, there's a million ways to do it. But in that dynamic, Laird, that was going to be the way it was. Mm -hmm. And submissive was to be of service. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean doormat. Yeah. It doesn't mean, you know, there's checks and balance. And, and also, I'm speaking for myself. My husband, who picked, drove my daughter to school today and will pick her up and mm -hmm. take her to tennis, is also contributing and being submissive to the family. But the thing is, I don't control him. Mm -hmm. I only control the way I want to do it. And so people were really uncomfortable. But I often think if they weren't from the generation before me, so I respect that nuance. Yes. It's because they're not actually comfortable if they're in their own power. Mm -hmm. And one thing I feel comfortable about is knowing I feel strong enough that it's like, yes, I can serve everybody because I don't feel like I'm getting taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. It's my choice. Mm -hmm. And it flows better. And I get to express that side of myself. Because in business, you're alpha. Yes. In sport, you're alpha. In all these ways, it's like, rah. Mm -hmm. So in my home, I get to experience this role because it it was interesting to me. And I don't get to do it anywhere else. I love that because submissive, like you can be strong and soft at the same time. And I think people think you're like this dominant, you know, you're the doormat. That's what submissive means. But what it means to you and what it means to me is to serve your family 
And you yeah. can do that. And your husband can do it at the same time. Yes. And you can still, you know, he can still be an alpha. And that doesn't mean, like you said, he can take him to school and take the, pick the girls up from practice. Like yeah. you can be both. You can be strong and soft at the same time yeah. in different areas of your life. Well, and I yeah. do also love the fact that like you're able to be like, well, you know, I wrote that when I was this age and I hadn't considered X, Y, and Z. Like I feel like people nowadays are just so unwilling to be, to kind of change, not even change their mind because it doesn't sound like you've, you're changing your mind, but just like taking into uh, into consideration something that you hadn't considered before. Well, and seeing it from all sides, yeah. right? And the other side of this is, I want to say this because I sense that you feel differently. I do. <laughs> but it also is the type of partner I have. Yes. My yes. partner is very present, very loving, but highly alpha. It's not kind of alpha. Mm. So what people have gotten wrong about masculinity is that if you are truly masculine, you're probably the most sensitive person in the house. Interesting. And so they get confused. There might be misogynist mm -hmm. or macho. Yes. Narcissist. That's so funny. Masculinity yeah. is something else. Mm -hmm. And I think yeah. masculinity is of service, protective, helpful. They feel it in a higher level. And we have somehow blurred all the lines and forgotten. So interesting. That yeah. if you're, it's sort of like true femininity is Think about Mother Nature, loving, supporting, kind, and brutal. And creative. And yeah. And, well, of course. <laughs> yes. How do you even manage a home without being creative? Right. So I think sometimes what's and happened brutal. is, and you're a lot younger than I am, so your generation of men are also, they're, they're not taught to feel proud of, develop, evolve the craft of their masculinity. Right. They're pushed down, meant to feel bad. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, our world... If I'm walking across the street and I don't see something and something's coming to hit me, wouldn't it be nice if someone was around who grabs me and pulls me out of the way? Or if that's like her husband is always like, yeah, we call him a Navy SEAL. He's, he's just like, surveying he's very, all very right. alpha as well. And he probably very is sensitive. more sensitive. Laird is 10 times more sensitive than me. And I have mm -hmm. three daughters and he is by far the most sensitive Teenage person. daughters, right? <laughs> yes. The, well, I have one grown. But yeah. huh. so I think what's happened is culturally we we've we've. I heard a great line, immature masculinity, mature masculinity, not toxic masculinity. Yeah. And just, you know, and I, and so before I felt like people, and Laird was raised on an island, so you develop it, you're out in nature, mm -hmm. you're, you know, sort of on the land, you're doing different things. But I think what's happened is, is we don't have the art any longer of of sort of young men thinking, oh, I would take pride in being somebody who could be helpful. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and using our our strengths that we were born with, like like men are, is your husband stronger than you? Or are you stronger are than you him? Are you serious? <laughs> it's not even close. I was just going to say, men are usually stronger than women. I'm like, maybe I'm talking to the wrong person right now. You know, it's funny. I had an interesting conversation. Do you know Elise Lunin? No. She's wonderful. She used to be at Goop and she wrote a beautiful book. Anyway, we had this conversation because she, you know, she might be in a little bit of a different dynamic. She's a brilliant woman. And maybe her husband might be a little more beta. Okay. And so I said to her when we were talking about this, if you you were in a burning building, would you rather see me or Laird? Yeah. <laughs> so funny. And she was like, well, I don't know. But the thing is, if you see Laird and I together, there's no comparison. Yeah, there's no... So like, okay, if you have like a jar of pickles that you can't open, like who did the kids <laughs> hand it to, mom or dad? <laughs> Well, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, that that's it, that's kind of it's where Laird is like, you know, for the really I mean, he saved our house from the fires. It's yeah. like, I mean, he okay. it's like you're talking about a very extreme person capable. And I think that's oriented. why I 
I buy it like I feel like I gravitated towards him because yeah. I'm like, you know, somebody said to me once, oh, you know, oh, you're married to Laird, this guy who loves surfing. And I was like, <laughs> oh, like that's going to solve every problem because yeah, yeah, you're going to yeah. be on a wave. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked so at him funny. and it just came out of my mouth. And I go, yeah, because if everything goes wrong and the lights go out and the power goes off, I'm sure I'm going to eat. Yep. Yeah. And I know that is so simplistic, but sometimes we've made everything so complicated yeah. instead of connecting into... I'm going to be in a partnership with somebody who can handle the things that I don't naturally seem to have a skill for. Right. And that's okay, the by the way. Things. It's okay. It's primal. And that's okay that we're different. That's what I always preach. Like, it's okay that we are different naturally than men. They have their strong set. I have my strong set. If there's a, a burning building for in my case, or like yeah. we're going to war, who we call in? Yeah. We call in the men. Yeah. Or you the, know? And that's okay. Yeah. Or that's build okay. a bridge or dig yeah. a sewage thing. That's the other thing we never talk, talk about. about this. All the worst jobs <laughs> yeah. in yeah. the world are done by men. 99%. So, so I just, men, yeah. for me, this is what I feel. I I love all my brothers Being and sisters. Being a nanny's kind of a shitty job, though, don't you think? I'm just kidding. Well, okay, but if you look at, if you're left up to your own devices, yeah. typically, and there's always exceptions, and that's what's so beautiful, Women are interested in people. Men are more interested in things. So true. And so whether we like it or not, and everyone's like, it's we're, it's not fair. It's like, it's not about fair. Do what you want. Do whatever you want. But if you watch tendencies and you can honor yourself, it sort of shows up. The other side of this is I just, it's different, but equal. Nobody's mm -hmm. saying, men are genetically usually 40% stronger in their upper body than women. Now, are there women that are stronger than men? And of course, but so there's things that we're, we're so, we so want to resist biology. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, if we can get into harmony with all sides of ourself, are we tightly wound? What, what pulls me? What turns me on? What grab, what do I gravitate towards? Then we can live a life that reflects us. So right. we can choose a partner that reflects us. We can have a job that reflects us instead of being standing on a cause or bucking something without really stepping back and going, well, what am, what am I doing? And I feel like we're, in that place a little bit. And also on top of it, nobody really does their homework. Mm -hmm. So everybody has all these beliefs and they're, you know, kind of this hysteria. But if you just went down three levels and spent some time trying to understand your beliefs, you know, you'd see there's a lot of dynamics. Yeah. Right. All right. You know, Aurora and I do not hold back when it comes to anything cosmetic any treatments, anything that's going to make me look like a baby seal, okay? So I need to tell you about this new skin treatment. It is by Cynosure, and this is essentially a microneedling treatment. So we're introducing to you Potenza RF microneedling treatments by Cynosure. Potenza microneedling stimulates your body's collagen levels to give you a tighter, firmer looking skin and target unsightly blemishes for a smoother, more radiant complexion. That is my goal in skincare always. So I'm loving this so far. Now that only takes about 45 minutes or less and requires minimal downtime. So you can get right back to your busy schedule. Now this is huge because for me, it's really hard, especially as a mom and just doing so much. It's hard when you do these treatments that are like, by the way, you need to hide in a cave for 10 days. No one's got time for that. We have things to do. Okay. So I love that it's short. I love that the downtime is very minimal and the benefits are incredible. So make time for your skin this season. Now's the perfect time to get a treatment while you're home, you're cuddling in the dark in the cave. So if you want to learn more about Potenza and its benefit, just find a provider near you and visit aestheticsbysynosure.com. Again, to learn more about this treatment, Potenza, and its benefit, 
find a provider near you, visit aestheticsbysynosure.com. To learn more about Potenza and find a provider near you, visit aestheticsbysynosure.com. You guys, I have a new favorite serum and I use it in the morning. I use it at night. It has its own little special pump so you get exactly the amount that you need and I'm obsessed. It does exactly what it says it's going to do and I have not been able to find something that actually works so well. I brought it with me on my trip. Okay, I'll tell you what it is. It's by Delavie Sciences and it's the Ionia Serum. So Delavie Sciences brings you skincare that's backed by science. It's clinically tested, scientifically proven, and dermatologist approved. The Ionia age-defying skincare contains their patented ingredient that boosts hyaluronic acid and activates repair enzymes to diminish fine lines and wrinkles, improve skin elasticity, and even out skin tone. And let me tell you guys, it works. It totally works. I just brought it on my trip with me. I used it every day and night. And by the end of the trip, my skin was 100% better. The currently available products include their hydrating eye cream and restorative serum, the Ionia Age Defying Serum, and the Ionia Eye Refresh. Visit delaviesciences.com and use code BARELYFILTERED for 20% off your purchase. That's D-E-L-A-V-I-E sciences.com and code BARELYFILTERED for 20% off your purchase. That's delaviesciences.com and use code BARELYFILTERED for 20% off D-E-L-A-V-I-E sciences.com and code barely filtered for 20% off your purchase. Okay. So I've been on a major health kick the last couple of years. I think I've become more and more obsessed for the longest time. It's been all about gut for me. So anything that can be tied back to the gut, which holds your serotonin and that is your happiness, I will flock to it. So anytime I find something new, obviously I'm going to share it with you guys. So I really discovered nootropics. If you haven't heard of nootropics, think of like a multivitamin that's going to just make everything better except for your brain. So it's the multivitamin for your brain. Specifically, there's this brand called Aventera. They have this supplement called Elevate. Elevate is a nootropic supplement that supports cognitive health clears the brain fog, need that, especially if your mom, and supports the energy and gut health. So it's going to give you that that extra boost, that extra pep in your step and have that energy to last throughout the day. But it's also going to have benefits long-term, like the cognitive health and prevent you know from disease as much as you can, right? We're going to do, do the work, put things in our body like lion's mane, okay? So it's going to improve brain, gut, and overall immune health. So I've been loving it. I've been taking it for a couple of years now, Long-term, love the benefits. Also short-term, just love kind of like that natural Adderall without feeling cracked out. So I highly suggest. Now, if you want to give this a try, go to aventera.com. I have a 30% discount code for you. So use code BARELYFILTERED to give Elevate a try. And if you don't love it, they give you your money back guaranteed. It's a super simple, no risk. So give it a shot. question. You are a former professional volleyball player Mm -hmm. and we're talking about the strengths of men and women. What are your thoughts on transgender and men trying to go to women's sports? Right. So here's here's what I know. And I've never actually talked about this publicly is we're fighting two different issues. We're fighting about the rights of transgender people Mm -hmm. and then the space of women's athletics and they've mushed it together that if you're saying, hey, you don't want a transgender athlete to be in women's athletics, you're against transgender yeah, rights. And it's it's inaccurate. Two different things. Yeah. It's two different topics. It isn't fair. 
because now should transgender athletes have a place to compete? 100%. Should we figure this out? Why not? What we shouldn't do, though, is take a space that already is taken so long to get there. So I'll, I'll tell you kind of a quick scenario. The women's USA soccer team went and one of their athletes had done a podcast during February, Gay Pride uh, Month, and then during the Transgender Week, Pride Week, within that month. And was like, hey, you should just be able to take your kid in high school and drop them off to practice and the kids should get over it. Okay. Now, this is a female athlete who made her whole livelihood around women's athletics. Mm -hmm. Okay. They go like two weeks later, they're in Texas and they have to tune up for a tournament they're going to play in. And they put together a group of 15 year old boys from Texas and they got beat pretty badly. Mm -hmm. So my feeling is I had a whole life. I went to college for free. I played as a professional because of athletics. Yeah. So it's like, how do we protect that space and the transgender yeah. rights of the, the, the right to participate? And so the fact that we've lumped it together, I think is another example of it's lazy. Mm-hmm. It's lazy. It's super lazy. lazy. That's a good word to put. It's it just super lazy. lazy. It's like, oh, and you know, I'm hysterical. It's yeah. like, okay, but it's lazy. Let's get, let's put our it's brains like, do, to it, work. It's, it's, it's people who really don't want to find a solution. No, They're just, they just want to be upset. Yeah. About right. And so yeah. I find that super lazy. Let's talk about them. What yeah. can we do? Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, no. it, yeah. Let's talk about solutions. I think that's something Well, that's my about favorite that. idea yeah. of a show. I wanted to do a whole show and just called solutions. Really? Yeah. We know what the issues are. Let's just get to the solutions. So I'm divorced. And one of the things that I was like, I need to put this on like my manifestation list for like my next husband. <laughs> I I need somebody who has the mentality of like everything is figure outable because yes. I feel like mm. that is the worst quality in a person when it's like technology sucks. Nothing's right. Everything's it's It is a victim mentality, but I feel like it's we're coddled in this day and age yeah. too to think that like Whining's that okay. it, it is everything else. And like it's never it's never us. And it's like I don't know. Or or technology is here and we know it's tough on us and hard, but it isn't going anywhere. So how do we create a system to survive it? Right. Because instead of just every day, you know, being like, oh, this isn't good. It's like, yeah, we, we have established that. Yeah, I know. Now, now what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what oh. we always say. Like, you just figure it out. Whether it's parenthood, yeah. jobs, like sh- shit's coming at you. You or just you, gotta figure or it out. Or you don't. Mm. Then there's the things that you just go, this is going to be one of those things this in sucks. life. It's also like agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. It's like all those things where you you let it live. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like it's, you have like two options. Like you either let it be or you try to figure it out. We're not going to complain about the same thing every single day for yeah. the rest of our lives. I yeah. And sometimes I, I had this neighbor, Joe, he was in his late 80s and he was taking care of his wife who had Alzheimer's and my kids loved him. And I said, Joe, how are you doing? And he said, I'm good. And I said, how's everything? And this is a big low. This guy's taking care of his wife. And, and uh, he goes, you know, I just realized that acceptance is a part of life. And sometimes it is. Aww. You know, it's like we don't have we don't understand everything and we we have confusion and loss and hurt and things. And how do we, you know, have sometimes acceptance? Yeah, because I mean, honestly, it's like what's more important than our inner peace. Right. And if if you can't figure out the solution to something, then you have to choose peace. You have to choose yeah. peace for yourself. Yeah. How, how do you when there's moments because it's, you know, on paper, how people might see you like your life is perfect. You've got this great marriage. You've mm-hmm. got successful mm-hmm. companies, podcasts, power couple, power couple all the yeah. things. What are times when there are times <laughs> when you say to yourself, like cause sometimes I'm like, this sucks. Sure. And sometimes it, it's so it's, you just need to hear. Is it over a dishwasher it, it usually? <laughs> yes. I rant a lot. Around, I'm like, oh, these people, they still can't put their plate in a thing. Yeah. Anyway. You're just like, this sucks. Like, how do mm-hmm. you, how does Gabby Reese, like, 
cope or what are your outlets? Is it training? Mm-hmm. Is it what what are some things you do? It, it's training. And so what I always say, and I'm, you know, that you're asking me for yeah, me. For you personally. So for me personally, it's that personal real estate. Nobody's gonna knock me off my little island that I stand on. And from that island, I step over here and I'm like someone's mom. And then from there I go over and I'm someone's wife. And then we have this other island that we're sort of this whole crazy family. But I have this space that is for me and for me only. And when my kids were little, like a baby, it could be 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, the way movement really helped me work it out. And then when I'm in it, sometimes I'm like, and you chose this. So and you're very s- intentional with this, this time. Well, when it comes and I start to get, oh, well, my training is just yes, like. that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're like, you chose this. This is horrible. Why did you choose no, this? No, no, I mean, no like, like when chose, it's happening and yeah. I'm busy and I have 9,000 emails oh, because yeah. I do have companies and then we have all these other things and children and la, da, 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 da. It's like, and then I go, oh, and you chose this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because by the way, I don't think being married and having children, I think it's a way. Obviously, I have a, you know, I know I have a lot of friends that are doing it many different ways mm-hmm. and it looks really different. And so when I'm in it, I remind myself, it's like, yeah, this you chose mm-hmm. and you can. I, but I also think you have to acknowledge your feelings. Mm-hmm. I feel a little underwater. I feel overwhelmed. OK, what what can I do? What can I think? What can I say to get myself to the place does that comfort you though when you say like you chose this? To me, that sounds kind of punitive or like no, I, it's no meaning like be a big girl. Be a, yeah. you chose up. this. Deal with it. Yeah, like I had one kid, then I had another kid, then yeah. I had another. It's like <laughs> yeah, like I could leave Laird. Like yeah. I don't have to be married to Laird. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't have to be involved with these businesses. Oh, yeah. So when it's happening, it's like that reminder of this is what you've chosen. So yeah. maybe it's also an opportunity to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Like hey. Am I getting too many emails? Is this not productive? Maybe I need to make changes. Right. It can be a course correct too. Because it's empowering to be like, you had a choice then, you have a choice now. It's just all choices. It, it is. It, very few things are happening to us. Very few. Mm-hmm. And the the one they do, you know, you know what they are. And yeah. they're real. And they're no joke. Yeah. And so when you save it. Yeah. For those times. Because, you know, Sometimes, and again, I'm, I am, I've lived a little bit longer than you guys. When someone's like, how's everything? It's like, oh, it's the same. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything's okay. Yeah. When people yeah. complain, we, there's a motto we were just talking about in our families. No one likes a complainer. That's like a motto with, with my kids. No one likes a complainer. And it's like, <laughs> it's, like I said, it's very militant in my house, but it's not a bad, bad life. It's just a bad day. Yeah. And then you wake up, you go to sleep and you figure it out. Everything for us is like, you just figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Like solutions, solutions. Like yeah. you're allowed to have emotions and things happen, you know, sometimes to you, but save it for those real moments. Because when it happens to you, then you just need to ask someone to help you because yeah. it's hard. And because those are the big things. Mm-hmm. And so few things are really big. They're chaos. They're maybe you're tired. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. yeah. New parents or three little mm-hmm. kids. You're tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not, it's crazy, but on top of it, who's, you got, you don't have the wick to deal with it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I, but I also believe in your mind, and I said this in my book, it's really important, especially for moms in their mind to like curse everybody out, to really say how you feel and in your mind mm-hmm. and have fun with it a little and just like, oh, these people, you know, whatever. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't I think it's that one mom friend. You I think text. so. And I don't think it's about suppressing, <laughs> no. right? I don't like that. But I think it's about being like, Huh. Yeah. Okay. And then, okay. 
yeah. make that then pivot and then go, moving on. So I also I think I think it's worth noting too, like everybody because our podcast is a lot about like dealing with aging and like going oh, from you your twenties to your thirties, twenties <laughs> to thirties, twenties oh to thirties to forty. I mean, like uh, just all guys, the ages transitioning. Twenties to thirties. Well, that's a lot of our listeners, but we do have okay. like we do we have we have a good group in the forties and fifties. Uh, okay. Anyway, my point is that like. It actually, one of the like unspoken blessings of getting older I'm learning is that like the things that you deal with, like I have such a better perspective now going through the divorce, having mm. kids, like postpartum anxiety, mm. my struggles with like drugs and alcohol and sobriety. I just feel like, like now it's like, I know what shit feels like. It's yeah. like the small stuff. It's like, I don't even, it rolls yeah. right off my back mm-hmm. because it's like, I I know what it feels like to be in a tough situation yeah. and not everything needs to be that. So I'm not going to complain about when my iPhone is, you know, yeah. busted yeah. up yeah. or something. Yeah. There's real life problems well, out yeah. there. And also, by the way, for women, going towards 30 is, I believe, when you start to get your voice. Yes. I think it's a very interesting time where you start to speak up and understand your voice and you don't answer you don't answer an email with sorry for my late reply mm-hmm. if that's okay i think you stop doing that so yeah. there's a liberation if i can encourage your audience mm-hmm. your skin still looks beautiful and you're, it's okay. Yeah. You know? I say 30s is when you start to send the wine back. Well tell me what's yeah, your now? favorite age? What's been your favorite age? Well, I have to say now because what's my choice? Am i going to pine about a time that's gone? Love that. I don't have a choice. So I would say 53. 53. I You're love that. 53? I can't wait. I, I thought am. you were 43. So this, well, she's wow. stunning. I mean. Okay, settle down. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we already knew that, though. Um, but, <laughs> what are the secrets? What are the secrets? Well, okay, like, honestly, some you... is genetics. Yeah. Because my dad was from the West Indies, so he was half black and half white. So what? my skin has probably sustained. You know, one thing that's unfair is when we sell a bill of goods and we don't add gen- genetics. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Genetics is a part of aging. Mm-hmm. You know, I have, you know. I have friends that I played volleyball with or, you know, I have Asian friends and it's like, hey, that's their genetics. Yeah, yeah. Like that skin or whatever. I've lived an entire adult life without drinking and smoking. Oh, you don't drink? Mm-mm. Or smoke. Wow. This is where I get really unpopular. Yeah, it's like we don't want to know. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. So seriously, was the one who got Cecilia me stopping drinking. Drink. Yeah. No, no, Cecilia doesn't. No, yeah. she doesn't drink. No, yeah. no, but she is a Brazilian who can party till the sun comes yeah. up sober. So That's, yeah, I, I like, remember you yeah. saying she, that. She, she can go. They have fun. They is there a fun. reason why? Well, I grew up in the Virgin Islands, mm-hmm. and everyone went hard. Yeah, and I just remember as a kid looking. I part, you know, from thirteen to fifteen, I explored. Yeah. <laughs> and then I stopped and then I started getting involved with athletics. But what I would do is observe the adults and um, think, ooh, it's, I don't know where that's going to go. Not, good luck. not a good luck. <laughs> and then actually, and I'm not speaking out of school, the first 12 years of my marriage, Laird drank wine, but it wasn't like, oh, he drank wine. It was every day, Pinot Noir, start at five, he'd be in bed by nine. Mm-hmm. He'd be up at five. He, you know, trained, rode the biggest waves, oh, but wow. he was an alcoholic. Yeah. So I Is went sober now 16 years. Wow. wow. Yeah. So he's because, a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. Which was weird, right? Yeah. He wasn't out. Yeah. But I knew and he knew. And so I think I even sort of went to, you know, we joke about the boat and if like one partner's over here on the side of the boat, you're like running to the other side. Yeah. So I think the first part of our relationship also kind of cemented some of that in for me. But it just wasn't my thing. And by the way, I have no issue if somebody wants to drink alcohol. Yeah. It's not like I don't drink alcohol. Yeah. It's just it's not my thing. But if you say, hey, has that maybe supported your aging process? It probably has. Absolutely. For sure. Right. So that co- consistent exercise, 
I also think, I know this sounds weird, and it could be from friends and family. I'm not saying from a partner, but being loved my whole, since I was 25, it doesn't mean we haven't gone through our times, but I feel like being loved and appreciated and even cherished, I think has made aging more something. It 100%. has reinforced that. And I'm not saying to people, you need outside people because I'm always of the belief it's on you, right? Mm-hmm. Make yourself happy, make yourself satisfied, all those things. But if you say, hey, why do you think? I take supplements. They probably support my skin. Yeah. Well, I you think know. also just it doesn't have to be a romantic partner. But when you look That's at what I'm like saying. happiness. Friend. Well, you have a, a very community. close family. I have a very yes. close Your family. Your sisters kids, and everything. So I friends. think yeah. it's love, community, having that is mm-hmm. so important. Yes. And see, I didn't I don't really have that much family. So mm-hmm. Laird and I have created a family. Yeah. So I think that that has helped. Learning has helped. Staying curious. I love that. You know, not staying attached to, oh, well, this is how, this is the way I've learned and this is how it is. It's like. Okay, that's that's how it's been for me, but I'll pay attention and see if I can be open to new ideas. It's interesting because the what are those cities called where they century on cities? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. And they say the secret and they found with like all seven of them or whatever it is mm-hmm. is community. Community. It's gathering together yeah. and feeling that love and I compassion. totally feel it. It changes oh, yeah. your whole world yeah. when you're yeah. feeling loved. And Supported, on that note, yeah. I want to ask with you and Laird, you guys married or together how long? We've We've been together almost 28 years. We've been married almost 26. Wow. So wow. what's the the secrets? You know, there's oh no secret. God. But like, what is something that you... It's the functional you, mushroom yeah. coffee that I drank this morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's the mushrooms. But what's, what's, what do you really lay your hat on between you two that has you know given you this amazing life together? Well, I think, you know, it's interesting. I can't believe I'm quoting Tony Robbins, so forgive me. <laughs> but I did hear him say something about the importance of selection. And I, I also think we were fortunate that we were able to select one another. Or he says, I selected him. He's like, let's face it, women choose, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's Absolutely. probably more true than not. And again, I don't want to paint a perfect picture. Laird and I, we were almost divorced in 2000. I didn't really learn how to communicate and be vulnerable and all kinds of things. So I think it's the willingness for each individual person to understand it's their responsibility to make themselves happy. Number one, I think the ability to sometimes I'm a farmer, sometimes I'm a flower. So this kind of ebb and flow of, hey, I'm going to lift you up and push you towards your dreams. And he's willing to do the same. I think our values were very different people. I think people, I mean, if you you know us, you know this. But if you look from the outside, you, we're very different. Wow. But our values are very similar. How we feel about money and, you know, child raising and kids and treating people and sort of, you know, yeah. is there something greater than us and telling the truth and these kinds yeah. of things. Those are important the fundamental things. things. <laughs> yeah. But that's what makes, yeah. Yeah, those yeah. Are, yeah. But, and Laird taught me like, Laird's a good communicator and he also um, taught me how to apologize. I was very prideful. I would never apologize. Really? Oh yeah. I would just try <laughs> so to figure funny. out how I could make sure that I was right. Yeah. It's funny because I'm see- I am seeing the like like I feel like the man doesn't apologize and the woman's supposed to be the one that teaches the man how to. It sounds like you guys do kind of pivot in your roles of traditional gender. But roles. I think when you're around, yes. And I think when you are around guys or men that are do dangerous things or they I th- I don't think it's that uncommon. Because for him, it's like, hey, I just want to love you and have peace. Mm-hmm. How do we get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm willing to do anything. <laughs> because he also knows like life is precious and these are not problems. Mm-hmm. And, and so he's really helped me get to that. 
and That's just beautiful. like be like, hey, you know, let's work it out. But having said that, you know, he's way more moody than me like today. Really? Oh, my God. He's so. He doesn't even have his hormones well, he's to blame. Frustrated. <laughs> oh. He's frustrated. He wants to go out in the sea and the sea doesn't oblige him. Oh. You can't dial it up. Nobody Did, told him that like, you know, he's not as powerful as the ocean. What about the hurricane? Did he, he get that. some No, because awesome there was waves? nothing. No. <laughs> and so the poor guy wants something that I can't help him with. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I like it because it's pure. There's yeah, something super sweet. pure about it. But yeah, yeah. but I, I would say that if you can learn to communicate with somebody, if your if your values at least circle, if you can and and the other thing is really continuing as hard as it is to appreciate one another, that is very helpful because when you feel and you guys know this, that your partner really appreciates you, yeah. that gives you fuel mm-hmm. to get yes. up and do it again the next yep. day. That is very helpful. And again, it, it's such a personal quest. That's the important thing. There's no sort of like one remedy for all. I think it's really important to respect that it can be done so many different ways. I love that. I feel like there's, I could talk to you forever. I feel like I'm learning so much about life and relationships and love through you. So I'm going to just be your new number one fan on your podcast. Tell our listeners where we can find you on socials and and anything Uh, that you're working on. Oh, and intimacy. Oh, of course. That's Sorry, important. you have to have intimacy. Yeah, Duh. you have to have sex otherwise, with your husband. Otherwise, yeah. you're just friends. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I know everyone always gets so edgy. You're like, what? You have sex with your husband? I'm like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> that's all that yeah. for me. They make you do it. Sorry. That's where babies it's come from. the Gabby Reese show and uh, at Gabby Reese and... I have XPT as our fitness business. If people want to look at the, we actually have breathing apps and pool training. And you mentioned we have Laird Superfood, which is a, a great it's coffee. It's amazing. Yeah. I've tried it and I, I loved it. I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, oh, great. Well, thank <laughs> yeah, you. Great. And yeah, and I appreciate it. And I do appreciate that you guys have different points of view. Are you more open minded now? I am a little bit more open. Yeah, I, 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 that's funny because she's the one who we usually are like, Kristen is close-minded, Aurora can be convinced. I'm, I'm yeah. convicted in what I believe. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a little bit more, I, I can be convinced of, of, I'm willing to change my mind. Are you still optimistic about love? I, it's hard. It is hard for me. I'm, I, I am though. I but, think. But I'm your parents. Big, from the outside? Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, am, they, I, am I going into... No, no, no. Like, okay. my parents have been together forever, and they are, like, you know, it, it's kind of like what you said. It, it was like, you know, it's changed. Like, now it's like, you know, he he takes in the trash. He, you you reach what's on the top shelf, and he gets the... It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. For me, that's not the love that I want. Well, you're young, and I don't want that either. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's really important to fight that off. Yeah. I know. It gets a little, like... I'm cynical, but I'm not hopeless. Well, maybe you're still healing. And then when you're ready, your energy will shift and you don't know what will I'm re- I'm ready happen. for it. I'm ready for it. Maybe well, I'm maybe I'm going to be at her house like diving say, with we'll the weights underneath. Find someone really hot. Like I'm sure there's a lot of good looking guys that go through look at, that. Look at pool. you. She said hot. Yeah. Hey, look at hot. That will get you in trouble. I know. It's like Dude. she's like I think I could see what the problem is. <laughs> maybe there's some like super hot guy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Super hot. Well, that'll that'll fix it. That'll You'll work for like. Boyfriend. Wait, hold on. How many minutes? Yeah. Maybe that's what I need. Just like a quick fix. Well, that's okay. Minute. Four days, yeah. one week, couple weeks. Why not? See but then socials. I won't be able to come back because he might come back. So I don't want that to happen. So yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> to be determined, we'll be yeah. at the, your pool very soon. So yeah. thank you so much, Gabby. Yeah, congratulations awesome. on your show. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.